0: Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, Deep Dive with Andy and the White Whale.
1: Welcome to the Deep Dive. Week 17, Andy. Hope you had a Merry Christmas. Hope everybody got what they wanted for Christmas. Hope uh, everybody in the household is enjoying the holiday spirit. Uh, We put a bow, a big, beautiful red bow on the 2019 NFL season tonight. Uh, How are you feeling?
0: Good. We got some uh, juniors hockey. It's that time of year where you will wager on damn near anything. I was very all in on the Hawaii bowl game over, which is... <laughs> I, I, I watched a lot of what a roller coaster. games yet. That was a wild, wild game. Right now we've got under-20s hockey. Mm. College basketball is back soon. And yeah, we have... Maybe this is like cautionary tale podcast week of like, hey, take it easy because even us who look at this all year heavy and do a lot of media and talking to people, this is a struggle week.
1: Yeah. Week 17 in the NFL. Uh, if you don't know, it's basically like the preseason, right? I mean like this is like, it's an information handicap almost entirely. Would you agree with that?
0: Yeah. You really got to f- it sucks to like spend even more time online <laughs> during the holidays instead of with your family. But, man, yeah, I've been just scrolling for information. And a lot of these games, I mean, we are we're at the point where it's uh, early afternoon on Thursday, and there's a lot of these games where I still have no idea what's going to happen. Because yep. there, it's like you said, there is preseason. There's a few of these games that mean a lot to one or both teams. Is there is there a game that means a lot to both teams at all? Seattle-San Seattle, San, Francisco, yes. I think that's, you know... Aside from oh, that, yeah,
1: a winner, a winner, a loss for San Francisco is probably a thirty percent swing on winning oh, yes, or losing the NFC.
0: Huge. Whereas you know, like New Orleans, Green Bay, Kansas City, possibly Houston in the later slate, and then a couple other teams looking at the wild card if uh, certain things shake their way. There are you know five or six teams that are playing for something, but none of them are playing against a team that is also playing for something. So you do have some just huge spreads i mean look yeah. at the new orleans spread
1: right yeah. yeah well that one's a tough one too I, yeah let's just go down the card see if we can yeah. pick through anything here yeah. there's got to be some actionable angles and some winners uh i did a little deep dive into week 17 and how it compares just overall like is the market get it right like is it a good sharp market like or is there a bunch of soft stuff or you know like what's the deal and i was kind of surprised totals are sharp week 17 they're sharp uh, in general, the margin of uh, victory against the total is a whole point lower in Week 17 than Weeks 1 through 16 on average, um, and uh, a little bit uh, shorter for the for the sides too. So um, the the fact that it is does pivot from a sort of a math handicap to an information handicap does tend to make the uh, market sharper, which is wild. Um, but uh, with that said, I think there's still some advantage plays to be at here. We got a couple on the card already from our pod on Sunday, uh, and I think we're going to have a couple more here. I think I'll probably have five plays overall. Here, at least four. Uh, let's but let's start with Cleveland, Cincinnati. A game I don't have a good read on. Um, I think the there's like kind of a, a sharp narrative here forming around Cincinnati having more to play for than than uh, Cleveland. Cincinnati's got the number one pick sewn up. Uh, I give them a D overall in their season. It would be an F if they had not managed to get the number one overall pick. Uh, there's nothing that Zach they almost is doing screwed it up. They almost screwed it up. They tried, um, but yeah, there's nothing that uh, that Cleveland is doing in terms of their roster construction or their coaching approach, approach to approach the game at all, that I think uh, suggests that we could expect a leap from these fellows anytime soon. Um, but uh, they may play hard in this game. Cleveland on the other hand gets a solid F for the season. They've underachieved in pretty much every category except for Baker Mayfield interceptions, which he overachieved, which mm-hmm. I am pretty, pretty fired up about that. That's uh, last game. In uh, in you, you called this last game in orange and white for uh, OBJ.
0: I don't know, maybe like in in reality with, oh, you know, both receivers have been a little dinged up, and Mayfield's thumb is maybe still screwed up. But man, against the Cincinnati secondary, it's just such a juicy matchup. I, it's just one of those things where you you have two variables. And you put them, it's like an algebra problem where you don't have enough information. You look at those and be like, "All right, Cleveland, huge plus matchup with their passing game against the Cincinnati secondary. Terrible injuries, everything about it. But then it's like the the motivation slash health of the entire core of that passing game is totally up in the air, and it just makes it a throwout game for me where. I just the two things don't add up and I, I can't make a play on this and mm-hmm. boy if you were gonna I mean just looking at the noon slate this is yeah. pretty pretty low on the uh, on the ranking scale of watchability <laughs> I don't want to be paying, yeah. I don't want to be like forcing a really soft angle and then having to pay attention to this game at all 100%. If, Cle- if Cleveland comes up to play they could win big but if they show up like they had in a couple of these past few weeks, Cincinnati could end up by <laughs> like right, 14. I you think, think Freddie,
1: sick, Freddie's coaching? Spends. Yeah, let's do some rapid fire. Freddie coaching for his job yesterday?
0: If he loses badly in Cincinnati to Cincinnati, I, I don't think it's off the table. Okay. I don't think it's like what? I'm for sure, you know, coaching for his job. But boy, this looks bad on a resume. That's where it's, I'm like, Freddie needs to get him fired up. But how are you going to motivate OBJ at this point?
1: I don't know, do you think any of these guys are playing for milestones? Like Baker Mayfield can get to four thousand yards passing, uh OBJ can get to a thousand yards receiving, uh Chubb can lock up the rushing title, Mixon can go uh over a thousand yards rushing. Like do you think these guys care and they're gonna like just put on an offensive show just so that they can pad their stats and that this total ought to be forty forty seven instead of forty three and a half?
0: Yeah, I mean they they should.
1: Okay. Well, I <laughs> but, agree with you. Steve. Yeah. Who knows? Weather looks that, gross. you, you did Warm, raise a good rain, point, though. Wind. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> um, maybe that's something to be digging around. I wonder if anybody has an article up about this. I know I saw an article last year as far as players that had, you know, known incentives Bonuses. in their playoff or in their contracts.
1: They, I'm going to speculate on that all
0: pot. <laughs> I, oh, I know, but I, I swear I saw an article about it last year okay. where there, there were some people that could get that. And we'll get to that. Our friend uh, Suma just dropped an interesting tweet in the in the group chat there. I'll get to that in a couple of games because there's kind of an interesting one already. So that leads us to an absolutely another dead game. What oh, happened to Minnesota? Playoff, with the playoff team. Minnesota's secondary couldn't cover anybody in the second half, and... Green Bay came through. Green Bay second half money line game through. That was a fun We're just Roll, oh, yeah, that was just just beautifully easy. Maybe everybody not, was
1: happy about that. Yeah, house was real happy.
0: <laughs> I was. Uh, I did not go back to the bar after halftime because I didn't kind of like cheering. As, I'm, I'm double dipping on Green Bay because it was it was fairly full for Christmas. Yeah, uh, for sure. Christmas break kind of thing. So that was lovely. Um, this is looking like Minnesota backups. And there's no reason to play, obviously, like Dalvin Cook or Madison or anybody, with that's no. Seriously and Boone
1: looks. Boone was bad. And actually, can I ask you a question? Did it feel like, in retrospect, like Minnesota went away from what has been working from them offensively because they were like, "We're not going to get our ground game going with Boone," therefore, we can't do what has been working.
0: Yeah, which is just dumb. I mean, it's shown you don't need. A, you could put. You know anybody back there? Yeah, running I back. think I and play action. It still did not yeah. want to run play action, which play action is super effective from this offense, and they just yeah. they don't do it. And, and then the one play they do do it, Kirk makes a terrible decision, throws a pick, and that that yeah. one was honestly Green Bay was gifting Minnesota in the first half. Seriously. Minnesota should have been up by like fourteen points. In half, they probably still strong.
1: Runs. Agree, strong agree. And I the mean. one pass that Digs was beauty. Uh, but yeah, they went away from, I, I feel like, what has worked for them, which it was a humongous mistake. And uh, honestly, the uh, I downgrade Stefanski a little bit. He's been doing a wonderful job coordinating this offense all season long. He's gotten the most out of Kirk Cousins and a guy that we were you know, a little on the fence about has made him look like a bona fide quarterback in this league. And, uh, and yeah, it all came apart when they needed a, to win to save their hopes to win the division. So maybe in the back of their heads, they knew the Green Bay would just bury the Lions so they knew they had lost the division anyway so you didn't get as honest an effort out of the team as you would have hoped. Um, but either way, uh, that was pretty disappointing for them as a five-point favorite, I have to say. Um, any reason to suspect that uh, um, the Bears do have something to play for? I mean, isn't it uh, fair to say that uh, Trubisky is trying to secure his future as the Bears quarterback? Is it, can we uh, circle this Bears team total over 18 and kind of speculate that uh, that's a very gettable number against a defense that is going to be resting key players on top of having some key injuries on top of not being very good in the secondary anyway?
0: I think I'm going to be trying to have a nice weekend this weekend. <laughs> and, I, and I'm not going that to That does not include
1: putting hard-earned money on Mitch Trubisky. To score points. Oh.
0: I mean, it's a low number, and that secondary is bad. But And and I like a, I like a couple of the receivers for the Bears, but oh, the game plan from Chicago sometimes is pretty rough. And, yeah, I can't – I don't know if I can do something like that. I actually leaned to the full game under, and then I saw the line movement. I'm like, oh, I I missed, missed that, that boat. by a bunch.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, I think uh, there's a potential for some fumble recovery – uh, short fields for the bears with, uh, if you get some, some extended manion time, uh, I think pick sixes are in, in play. I think everything about the bears team total overshines to me. I'm going to be betting this team total over 18 for the bears. Just give, give it uh give, give, put, put that in my stocking. Oof. Uh, Let's move to I wish to, you nothing
0: but the best of luck.
1: Uh, yeah. Another one. I, this is one where I wish anyone best of luck to figure out what's going to happen. You have two pretty volatile teams in Atlanta and Tampa Bay playing each other. There could be 50 points scored in this game or there could be uh 30 it could be 30, nothing either way. <laughs> I really have no, uh, it could be 30, nothing either way or thirty thirty. I have no idea how this plays out. I'm staying away from this one. Uh, clearly the market uh, has been very warm on Atlanta this week on the road in Tampa Bay uh, they have gotten the majority of the support here, even though uh, you know, they are going to have to do it all through the air uh, because Tampa Bay's run defense is still stirs, you know, is still outstanding. Um, they probably will get some pass rush on Matt Ryan. I kind of leave Tampa, uh, but uh, the market I mean, with being so hot on Atlanta. I'm just going to steer clear. You think Tampa?
0: I lean, I lean Tampa. God, this is, this is crazy. Like, they're legitimately four top 15 receivers on these two teams, and one of them is playing.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, it sucks. This,
0: this would have been a fun game. And, and the total still like 48, just because it's not going to stop either offense from throwing. Uh, a little bit of improvement on these defenses we've seen over the past couple weeks. It's still not enough to make me lean. It, it, the, the steam is coming a little on the under. I thought the number was a little high, but maybe not enough for me. I, I stayed away from this one totally. But yeah, hard leaning towards Tampa. James, they're, they're James, Winston, hard. when and, and can like get you to say, a milestone. What about our What about uh, our guy the actuary? I'm gonna just call him that. That's like a badass name, like the collector the actuary, in yeah. in uh, the Marvel movies. The actuary, his deviance play. This is like that. Like it's. You should oh, be yeah, playing sure. this one. You should be playing like alternate spreads, like right. Tampa, it's not Tampa minus. Number. Yeah, no, no. You go, if you have like that three six five or something that has fun alt spreads, you play like Atlanta minus seven and a half, Tampa Bay minus seven and a half. Please mm-hmm. it, please it, leave it open or something like that. This game doesn't end up a close game. Somebody's blowing each other out. I just don't know who, and I'm not betting it.
1: Yeah, well, uh, James Winston is knocking on the door of 5,000 passing yards. If he throws for 500 passing yards, he will be the all-time single-season passing yardage leader. He likely finishes in the top five, regardless of how he performs in this game, passing a number of Drew Brees seasons where he wrote 5,000 yards. Um, I'm going to put James Winston at probably number four all-time this season. How crazy is that? James Winston could have the fourth most effective passing yardage production ever by a quarterback this year.
0: That's a lot. Crazy. Imagine imagine if just three of his picks had been completion <laughs> completions instead.
1: He'd already be there. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, yeah, no, he's he's up there with the likes of Manning, Brees, and Brady from their prime, which is wild. It's cool. It's cool. Uh he's gonna pass Patrick Mahomes season from last year in terms of passing yards. How wild
0: it is. <laughs> he is having, He's <laughs> having an outlier here.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome few, to watch In it. a few ways. Yeah, I mean, I I, I kid shouldn't even be thinking. They are absolutely bringing Winston back, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, cool.
0: They, they just All need right. to add some more <clears throat> pieces in a few other places.
1: Mm, another one, uh, we'll move. keep moving down the card. Uh, Will Greer, does he suck?
0: He might. <laughs> this is a bigger test for him. I mean, this defense can play good. The secondary has been kind of up and down all year, but it is he still second second career start um, here. This is the what I was referencing earlier. Suma dropped a tweet. Um, Panthers offensive coordinator Scott Turner says he will try to get the ball to Christian McCaffrey in any way he can on Sunday. He needs sixty-seven yards receiving to become the third player in NFL history to have a thousand rushing, thousand receiving.
1: That's that's pretty cool.
0: The best part was the first comment. Isn't that always the game plan?
1: <laughs> yeah right no we're going to deviate this week it's not going to yeah. be like usual we're going to give it to CFC um,
0: I'm trying to think who the other two were
1: <laughs> well he's close to he's tickling Chris Johnson's all time yards from scrimmage record uh, I bet you Yeah. I bet you um, hmm, running backs so like Ro- Roger
0: Craig had it Roger Craig Mar-
1: did. for sure Marshall Falk it was um, Roger Craig I'm sure okay oh, but- He's he, what he was the first one to do it.
0: I think he had a thousand thousand a year.
1: Mm, okay, um, I would for sure expect Falk was on that list as well, but uh, let's look it up.
0: Yeah, Marshall Falk was. I just looked it up, he was the third, and yeah, that makes sense. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And this is 1985, dude, Roger Craig did it in
1: '85. 85. Oh my god,
0: that dude. was the advent of the NFL Holy offense. Crap, 92 receptions for.
1: For a thousand yards, he was averaging 11 11 yards. yards
0: (laughs) 11 (laughs) yards a catch. Somehow he only had 15 touchdowns. Who was vulturing touchdowns (laughs) in this? At (laughs) least 85.
1: Well, it's yeah, and now I'm crazy too. It must have been. There must have been been a Rathman vulture. There must have been.
0: I I think I'm giving, I think I'm going to say it was Derek Harmon.
1: Wendell Tyler vultured six.
0: That's a bitch.
1: Yeah, Wendell Tyler, that asshole. Um,
0: Off the rails there quickly. But yeah, yeah it's that gonna was be, interesting. It's going to be a maybe a fun prop game for. I mean, both both of them. Mm-hmm. Kamara yeah. has such a plus matchup. Like oh, his, geez, does his props it? are going to be high? Like if you just want yeah. to par- parlay, parlay, parlay some Kamara too. and um, McCaffrey props, play it mm-hmm. that way. This yeah. this I mean, New Orleans should, and obviously you've seen the line; it's huge. Dude, probably, why are they
1: playing Brees and Thomas? Just put Teddy Bridgewater out there and let him dump it off to Kamara fifty times.
0: They probably still win. Yeah, it's and that's something to take into uh, that's something to get you know take into account here when you start looking at the motivation. You know, Carolina nothing to play for. A rookie quarterback. They're just seeing it out. They're they're looking to get you know a a, a milestone. That's their motivation in this game. And then you have another <laughs> team who's actually fighting for playoff positioning. Must win doesn't equal must cover. Like they don't give a shit if they win by thirteen or more. They Mm -hmm. just need they need this win to help with the playoff positioning. It is an early game, so they won't know what's going on in some of the other games, especially you know the San Francisco Seattle stuff. It's just let's get this done. So uh, I I don't want to lay the points because New Orleans could absolutely blow them out. But again, they don't have the motivation to. They just want to get this one. Um, the if got New to Orleans win and stay healthy on the road.
1: If, if New Orleans and Green Bay both win, is Green Bay two and New Orleans three?
0: I'd have to look. That's a tricky one. I
1: really hope that's not how this plays out. New Orleans basically write them off if they have to go to Green Bay round two. That's rough. <sighs> Um, Don't love it.
0: God damn, that's a bummer.
1: Um, I guess I have some New Orleans tickets for midseason when I thought uh, they were going to get by. Um, the I guess uh, real quick, speaking of Green Bay, see Carolina interviewed Mike McCarthy.
0: Yeah, I did. Say, I, I forgot about that. I wanted to bring that up. Oh man, sorry. You got rid of Riverboat Rod. Now you get the. Hopefully, I I wouldn't mind even just sticking with the interim guy, whatever the hell his name is. I can't think of it right now. Perry Fuel. Perry Fuel. I mean, if you're going to go with McCarthy, just go with Fuel. Uh, If you're going to go with McCarthy, just stick with him. It's cheaper.
1: Yeah. Save save Um, some budget. Okay. Well, I'll set this one up because I kind of like an angle in this game, and I need to find a best way to attack it. Uh, the Buffalo and the Jets are going head to head in the Meadowlands.
0: I'm kind of in, excited. About I'm sorry, this in one. Buffalo.
1: In yeah. Buffalo, I'm kind of excited about this one, too. I, I think too. this is going to be kind of a good game. Uh, Darnold and company, a lot of guys on that team have milestones they can reach, Buffalo. Uh, if anything they 're incentivized to give some of their key pieces on defense a little bit of a breather. Uh, this sets up I think for an over thirty six and a half and i don 't understand necessarily why this is getting bet down i don 't really understand why they line this so low to begin with. Um, there is a lot of decent matchups for these offenses against the opposing defenses, I feel like, especially if Buffalo pulls a couple key guys. Uh, do you feel the same way? Do you think Buffalo's bettable one and a half? Do you like the jets for an upset like what 's your angle? Here?
0: I, I leaned a little towards the over, or possibly even, I mean, what is the Buffalo team total over in this case? Like 17?
1: Well, it's gonna. It's looking like we're going to get a flat 36, which yeah. is wild. Um, so, and, yeah, so you, it's going to be like I, 19. I think the, the, the projected score would be like nineteen seventeen or something. You're probably going yeah. to get 18 and a half, so yeah.
0: I don't think Buffalo with Matt Barkley is like a huge downgrade.
1: No, no, at all, not, not at all.
0: It's not, it's not like some big downgrade. I mean,
1: are they, we expecting them to really pull Allen?
0: They have nothing to play for.
1: I know, but like Josh Allen's doing, having a nice season, they're compiling some wins. They're playing at home. This is their home finale. Why would you pull Allen?
0: I thought they were. I, I heard. I mean, I was almost sure he was coming out. Like, oh I, th- I think they play him for part of the game, but he, yeah. I mean, he's
1: that's the sort of plan going into the this plan was, was that
0: he's going to Yeah. The plan was he's playing like McDermott. It says most of the starters are going to play, but I mean, you don't, I don't know if you keep him in there for the whole game, especially if he takes a couple hits, you got to be, you got to be thinking about taking him out. But uh, again, I don't, that's where I'm getting at. I don't care if he comes out. I still lead Buffalo. I want to at Buffalo, and I think it behooves the Jets to lose anyway. Your season, your season's shit. You need to get uh, – I mean, nobody's going to say, oh, we should get a better draft pick, but it'd be good for the overall squad if they did. So, I, uh, yeah, I think the Bills get this done. And like you said, we said this a couple weeks ago, just look at the standings. I mean, what a feather in McDermott's cap to get to 11 wins. That's a hell of a Seriously.
1: Season. This is this they they got double digit wins for the first time in like twenty years. Like let's yeah. get to eleven. Yeah, do it seriously. This can you know get don't I don't think you take your foot off the gas if you both Buffalo. And, and granted, I, I agree with you. The uh, uh, the injury thing is noteworthy. Um, you don't want to uh, expose Josh Allen, but he's a big boy.
0: Yeah, yeah won The chess defense is hit. <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing. He is huge. Like. I don't know. Big Ben's huge; he gets hurt all the time. But Josh Allen seems yeah, well, res- big Ben's resilient. Fragile, big. And big, big Ben maybe isn't quite as mobile. Right? Can we can we say that with? Yeah, I think so. I know
1: the quotes I'm hearing from Allen. We have you know they they are, you know there. He said, it's is our job to come out and play." McDermott has not committed to pulling these guys. Uh, I I honestly like. I think we'll see a full a full, uh, full complement here from the. Uh, from the bills offense. And I think if anything, like you're, you ought to give some of your uh, defensive players uh, a little bit of a blow. They
0: they have said that some of the older guys, like there are some, I don't want to say like old, but some <laughs> Frank of Gore's
1: say, pretty old for this earth. <clears throat>
0: like I think Jerry Hughes, <laughs> there's, there's a couple of older players that will be unlimited snaps. So that okay. does suck. But I mean, what do, what do you, let's say all the starters play and this is week five, but with the current rosters, current, uh, you know, configurations. Yeah. Buffalo is probably
1: you, four or four and a half point favorites, right?
0: I was going to say five,
1: five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're probably right. Yeah. Five or six actually. Now that I think about it.
0: Yeah. I have them as five even, even in this spot. So mm. I, even ta- taking a few players out, yeah, I do lean Buffalo and it'd be Buffalo right. money line. I like it. And I like it. He'd around. <laughs> around with the points.
1: I like it. Okay. Um, you wanna set up this stinker in Foxborough? Maybe this is actually a good game. I don't know.
0: No, it's a stinker. <laughs> and it's a take Miami? What are you what are you gonna do there? You gonna no. No, no. <laughs>
1: no. I played that game week two. I lost. Forty yeah. three <laughs> nothing. I remember in the score. <laughs> I remember making a point on this podcast. There's no way two teams in the NFL could be as far apart as from each other as this line implies. And then New England won forty-three <laughs> nothing. So uh, count me out <laughs> from round two. Um, Miami played great for Florida. They played hard. They won last week. Good job, I, I you know good good season. But uh, uh, I think New England um, likely they like to go into the playoffs with a little offensive momentum. They have some things to figure out. They would like to test some things out, I'm sure. It's rare to see New England totally take their foot off the gas in Week 17, even when they're playing the dregs of the AFC East, which happens year in, year out. Uh, I think uh, New England probably – this is probably a fair price –
0: yeah it is a fair price. It's about what I make the number. I mean, once you get up into you look at your power numbers and how they compare, once you get up past two touchdowns, does it really matter if you're off a point or two? No. it's It's not like, oh, there's huge value. I make it you know I make it only 14 and it's 16. like yes. I think there's some diminishing returns at that point. but at the same time, you talked about this in the lead up to the the podcast here. Maybe some of these games are a little bit preseason-ish, and you get that same thing you do get in the preseason where, just like you just said, working on stuff. In New England, what do they need to work on getting this offense right so they can keep up with some of the teams that have the offense to score on them, You know, albeit their world-beating defense at points? If you want to keep up Lamar, you want to keep up with uh, Mahomes, you want to keep up with uh, Duck – <laughs> they do. They do need to work on some things in the offense, and you don't. I don't know if you can get that right without some actual game action. So I would expect. I would expect the offensive starters. To, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. And you, you still, you can't go lose this game. If you lose this game, you have a chance to move down in the. Mm-hmm. Like it's still, they still actually have something to play for. Granted, they're. You know, what a minus 4,000 money line. It's yeah, it's no, Patriots spread. were
1: in the same exact situation last year. Game. They had a the Patriots were in the same situation last year. They had an underwhelming season. They had two bad losses late to the Dolphins and Steelers. They played a tough Buffalo Bills team at home week 16, got the win. Uh, and then uh, week 17, when all they needed to do was get a win, they ethered the Jets 38 to 3. So, why not again with the Dolphins? Like, this is it, wouldn't it, wouldn't shock me you at know? So, stay away. 40. For good job by Ryan Fitzpatrick this season, though, I guess. I tip my hat he's, to him. There. He's the MVP. He's,
0: he's, he won geez. the team MVP award because
1: that, all the other I, good players got traded. I, I fully support that decision-making. Uh, Green Bay-Detroit, another easy stay away. This line is out to 12.5. David Third, Blau still taking spot. starts for Detroit. Uh, this has all the whiffs of Green Bay goes up. You know, 17, nothing, 20, nothing, and then all the air comes out of the building, and there's no Detroit fans left to turn off the lights on that Patricia, who apparently is coming back. All right. Uh, exactly, yeah.
0: yeah if, if anything, if you really think Green Bay is going to ether them and what they did in the second half versus Minnesota carries over, maybe there is a juicy Green Bay minus six and a half first half. Not the worst angle because it does feel like. They get up to a decent lead. They they're up by two, three touchdowns at half, and then just the game just the rest of the game just happens while you're not mm-hmm. watching, while you're watching yeah. a different game. Sure, and like you know they could be up twenty-one nothing at half, and the game ends like t- you know sure. twenty-seven-seven. Just, just an ugly lurching second half, where nothing mm. nothing meaningful happens. But mm-hmm. I would think Green Bay still wants to, uh, uh, you know, they're playing for something. And they, it's not like they're some, you know, they're a big favorite, but it's still these are road games. These are yeah. road games for some of these teams. The New Orleans, the Green Bay's of the world, you still got to get up there and get that. It's not like a, a fourteen point favorite's never lost on the road before.
1: Yeah, good point. Um, okay, well, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, live, live options on this. Second half options on this. Green Bay's up big. Take second half under. Green Bay's uh, close at halftime. Get on Green Bay because they're gonna. Put their foot on the gas in the second half. What, what do you? What's your? What's the angle? No angle. Skip it.
0: Yeah, I mean, okay. probably just a <clears throat> probably a skip. Like, yep. like a, I could, I could get on about it. Board with that first half angle, but that's about speaking it. of
1: uh, speaking probably. of second half unders. Uh, this one I think sets up well. The uh, full game under has sailed. This line has moved now big time. Chargers yeah. at KC, the last of the morning games. Uh bet down from 48 to 44 and a half. That is a big move to the under. Does it make no. sense? Absolutely yeah. freaking fully, it makes sense. KC's defense is is on the up and up. Chargers have no ability to protect Phillip Rivers. He is a he is a walking sack. Uh, and mm. uh, Chargers, the entire team has you know called it the season. Um, does there a scenario set up where KC gets to 30 points sure does the game total still stay under 44 and a half sure this is uh, this is potentially one of the uglier games of the week KC makes sense to you as a 7 point teaser like
0: yeah it kind of does. I hadn't looked at teasers yet. Boy, something just it moved. Like, I got me. Mean, that got that Like <laughs> yeah, I perked up a little there. I hadn't even thought of that. I mean, it, it's another case for another another team that you know needs the win to secure their positioning within their conference's playoff picture. And boy, yeah, eight and a half, nine—that fits right in a seven. You know, a six and a half, seven-point teaser. I just have to find the other light now. Mm.
1: Let's move to the afternoon slot.
0: But, yeah, I I like that under. We missed the number. Uh, There is a little bit of a case for maybe Kansas City's defense isn't as improved as we thought because they've played some bad offenses. I think regardless, if you take that, put the two things in a vacuum, I still think Kansas City's defense is playing better. I do too. And the Chargers are just lost right now. So this could get – yeah, like you said, it could get ugly. This could be like – this could stay under the number with Kansas City scoring in the 30s.
1: Mm, I agree with this. Um, Tennessee, Houston, this one's a fun one to speculate on.
0: Very speculative.
1: you got to read? It's, uh,
0: I mean, we talked about this Sunday, and we were all excited about taking the plus six. which shit, we should have done that. <laughs> even if, even if nothing else, just a buyback. Yeah, you, you don't is, think
1: there's another chance we see a six?
0: Uh, there, there is, absolutely. If Kansas, City, we'll Kansas City wins. So oh, if Kansas okay. City does win their spot, Houston becomes a you know, lame duck game, just like Minnesota, where they have nothing to play for as far as positioning. That said, Bill Bryant's kind of dumb. We're re-downgrading him. And honestly, I can see Kansas City losing and Houston still playing their starters. Because I just don't understand the reasoning why Bill O'Brien does anything, and I don't know. Maybe he talks about we, we're playing, out, we're going out there to play to win the game.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: I, I guess I can kind of buy the let's not back into the playoffs. We got to play next week. We don't have a bye. Let's not let's not go out there and lose a stinker to a divisional opponent at home. Just you know, as a maybe losing the momentum or whatever coach speak he wants to drill into the team's head, but. Man, Watson, kind of injury prone, kind of nicked up. He's got a little ankle, Achilles, whatever thing. Right yeah, like, right. I'm Hopkins I'm very too. nervous. Fuller. Nervous. Oh, and did you see that? I got to retweet that. I think it was Kev. Um the the PFF uh, numbers like his splits.
1: Without oh, four yeah. in the lineup, good. They God. Are, God, that was. I don't believe I, that I to shy. be cherry
0: picking stats either. Like, no, those are big. Those no. are big enough sample sizes. We will. Uh, I will uh, retweet that. It is.
1: We know how important staggering. it is to have two vertical threats. You know, to to have a legitimate to have. Um, what's the right word? You if you have multiples in your pass offense, if you have a guy that can do a you know an excellent you know one look and another guy can do an excellent other look like that. Now that that makes you from good to dynamic, and with Fuller and Hopkins on the field, that's what they have. And without Fuller out there, which he hasn't been out there a lot because of his knee, uh, and because he's just a fragile dude, I guess. Yeah, uh, it hasn't gone well.
0: Yeah, the, the 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 splits are amazing to me. Like the the Tennessee must win angle. Like I guess I don't mind somebody betting on Tennessee in this point. But I do mind if you're betting on it. Because, do it you know,
1: eyes open that you're yeah, paying a seven-point premium.
0: Yeah, you, you can't just say Tennessee must win. It's a must win. Must win teams lose a lot. <laughs> that happens. All, just look at last week. I mean, mm-hmm. The Steelers would have awfully they, – they, they awfully would have liked to have won that game. They looked like hot garbage.
1: Does the current price reflect exactly the halfway point between people believing uh, Bill O'Brien at his word and people not believing it?
0: I think so. I think it's come back just, and honestly, <laughs> it, it reflects
1: some, a 50 50 split in the market of who believes so them and who doesn't.
0: How much bullshit he's spewing at? I think maybe some of it is probably just buyback, like people laughing, like, all right, I got the six. I'm just Like, you know, now it's, it's down. Maybe I'll take the three and a half. Like, people just playing this market. I, I, I don't mind the six getting beat up like that. Like it probably should have. We probably should have grabbed some of that. I feel yeah. silly now, but it, again, knew it was it's a, coming it's a, too. It, it, it just it it happened case.
1: so fast. We, we, you know, you weren't sitting in front of your screen. You missed it. So anyway, and
0: a good point. Somebody uh, I talked to somebody about, and I have a little bit of this, which I'd love to help cover my Tennessee to win the division, but Tennessee to make the playoffs at a plus number. Somebody asked me about hedging that. And I said, you know, I don't want to tell you what to do, but you could, if you believe Kansas City gets it done, you can wait. Because like you said, do you do we see a six again? Yeah, I mean, if it gets to the point where Kansas City's up big at halftime, looking yeah. to win the game, and then, and yep. then it comes yep. out that yep. Yep. Houston yep. is yep. going to do the smart thing.
1: Even if it doesn't.
0: Yeah, even if it doesn't. The number because like
1: be. one Tennessee early touchdown, one hit on Watson, Bill O'Brien can change his mind in the first quarter.
0: Yeah. And that's where either either pregame, with Kansas City winning big, or live might be a better way to hedge. Because essentially, and he had a good point too. You can hedge with Houston, and win both ways. Tennessee can still make the playoffs if uh, if I believe Jacksonville and Baltimore win as well. Mm -hmm. Like there, there is there is a small. I figured out the percentage just based off money lines. Like there's a seventeen percent chance of those two games hitting that way. But still, it, it, to have a middle and hit both sides of it, that'd be pretty sweet too. So, if you if you are trying to hedge something like that, kind of look at the scenarios and see, because I think the Houston money line does get bigger by the time Kansas City's leading at half. Mm.
1: Okay, I agree with you. Uh, moving down the other AFC South matchup, Indy Jacks is Skipper Rooney. Nice um, yeah, uh, neither team playing for anything. Um, Indy played great last week against the struggling Panthers team. Now they got a struggling Jags team. Jags coach is out in front of the media apologizing for his poor performance, groveling not to be fired, although I don't think there's any hope of Doug Marone retaining his job for 2020. Uh, you might as well ingratiate yourself to the owner because you never know. Maybe somebody else gives you a look. I don't know. I don't know. Um, three and a half out from one here in favor of the Colts makes sense. Jacoby Brissett is playing for a milestone. Uh, and, um, yeah, I think uh, easy skip, right?
0: Yeah, this is so gross. Like, just w- – India's kind of turned into an Atlanta for us. We don't know what you're going to get out of them week to week. And then, yeah, Marone might be dead man walking. I don't know what to – what do you feel about Indy's pass rush against Jacksonville? Jacksonville's line has been terrible all year. If you get some pass rush, this could be a gross game with a bunch of turnovers and probably a high variance one. Like, if you like Jacksonville, I probably wouldn't take the points. Just mm-hmm. lay, that, lay that money line.
1: Sure. Um, yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> good luck to you. <laughs> yeah. Good, good luck on how you play it. We are not. All
1: right. Let's get into some good ones now. Uh, Washington Dallas. Um, Chase Keenum coming in for an injured Dwayne Haskins. Uh, upgrade, unlike upgrade, but uh, no, no F one, no Terry McLaurin. Like I know that d- sucks. Downgrade,
0: and yet the total still ticked up. Yes, I was a because, and I
1: agree. I agree with it. I hundred percent agree with it. We talked about this over on Sunday's pod. I think it's still absolutely worth playing. Did we get forty three and a half? I think we did. Right?
0: I got forty four. I, I
1: took, I okay. took a t- Flat 44. 44. Okay, I, I I think that was absolutely the right side. I think uh, Dallas's offense, even with the hurt Prescott, plays so much better at home on that turf. Their receivers have run crisper routes. They have more chemistry with Dak in in the inside. Uh, Dallas can get to 35 against a very poor Washington defense, and I think Case Keenum can go for score for score with this squad uh potential for washington defensive turnover you know turnovers and and uh you know short fields for dallas too um this is this should be a, a high octane type of game i don't think this is a snooze fest i think there's a lot of people in dallas who are playing for contracts there's a coach who's trying to keep his job um and uh i don't expect that it is going to be a one-sided affair in the meadowlands uh which means dallas i don't think can afford to take their foot off the gas in this one would you agree with all that
0: yeah, no, that's kind of where we sat on Sunday. Even without Terry, I kind of sit that way now. Case Keenum can make things happen, and sometimes it's for the other team's defense. So mm. I think either way. And he runs
1: like the him, offense more up-tempo too. Haskins was running really, really slowly. Kate Keenum at least runs the offense more quickly.
0: Yeah, hopefully. Which uh, matters. Adrian Peterson gets hurt early, and they don't run the ball much. Adrian Peterson came out today and said he wants to play till he's forty, which seems like one of the one of the dumbest things you could possibly like as a running back. Like, do you not want to walk ever? Yeah, right. Oof.
1: Yuck. He, he's not close enough to a thousand yard season that he's going to get enough touches. I don't think no. he's like 180 yards away, so I'm not worried about Peterson overfe- overfeeding Peterson. Um, unless he gets like breaks an 80 yard early in the game, then they'll keep handing it to him. Um, Philly giants. I feel like Philly's got their damn hands full. This is not a, this is not a crown their ass. They are going to have to fight for this win.
0: This hasn't moved really at all. We had a four and a half on Sunday. We're still looking at pretty much the same number. I've, I mean, we lean towards taking giants in the points. Dimes looked good against a, a bad secondary, and he gets that again. Like, yeah. This is a worse secondary. Is, this it probably is a worse secondary, and they they got banged up even more in the last game. I you know I'm not enamored with the Giants' defense, but this is I think Giants or the over. Not bad looks here because I think the Giants put up some points on them. Maybe a Giants team yeah,
1: total over twenty.
0: Yep. Yes. God damn it. That's the angle. Let's yes. lock that in. I'm going to look for the best price that. I'll tweet that out when I find it. But yeah, um, that's that's the money.
1: Yeah. I think Philly is going if they're Philly is getting this win. I don't know that they get an easy cover. That's for damn sure. Four and a half is on a lot of points to be learning in this spot. Um they're gonna have to do with offense. And they do match up well against the Giants defense that's so gonna be missing some key pieces. Uh, So Philly will be able to move the ball and score in this one, but I do not think the Philly defense gives us the same performance we saw last week against Dallas. They were elevated by the crowd. They played their freaking asses off. A bunch of guys got banged up. They may not be on the injury report, but there were guys coming in and out of that game with uh, niggling injuries that I think set up poorly for them against the Giants offense that was fully healthy. Daniel Jones has weapons in the passing game now. He is going to go for a 3,000-yard season, and this one needs 275 yards to do it. Zach Barkley needs 90 yards rushing to get to 1,000. I don't think you see Giants at all play a slow-tempo, keep-away type of game. We want to get this win, so we have positive momentum. I think that they put their offense out there, and they say, hey, guys, go score some points. Yeah. Team total over down. Giants. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Um,
0: Sack is just hitting a mid-season form
1: now. (laughs) Generational talent, Sack Barkley. He is a generational Um, talent. Yeah, 1,000 yards rushing. Good job, guys. You've got to use your number two overall pick to get that kind of production. Uh, Pittsburgh, Baltimore. Speaking of 1,000-yard rushers, Lamar Jackson will not be in this game. RG3 will be, though. And he surely runs similar offense, although somehow is like a magnet for getting hit. Uh, I'm I'm not 100 percent sure RG3 finishes this game. To be honest with you, yeah. um, and you know the line flipped on the news that uh, most of the starters would be getting a rest for Baltimore. Even though we kind of knew that, didn't we?
0: Yeah, I mean, just based on where they're sitting, and I mean, Harbaugh did did kind of make a a little bit of a push in one of the press conferences saying how but he he wasn't real strong on anything he said he wasn't you know real committed to the statement when he when he made it but he, he kind of said uh, i'm not sure how i feel about giving him 3 weeks off essentially but i mean when push comes to shove you don't need to get into with, with the defense and like you said you made some good points on the on the sunday pod about
1: yeah there's no the, love the, loss between these teams the, I mean,
0: yeah, no love <laughs> loss but the the I mean, you're talking the pass rush for Pittsburgh. It's pretty scary. I wouldn't yeah. put it yeah. I mean, how much how much of this offense is the same with RG three? I guess we find out on Sunday, but man, getting Lamar Hurt, that's a Bowie Miles level injury. I'm not sure you don't have a whole season to come back from it. That would be rough. You don't even want him banged up. I don't want anybody out there if you're if you're the Ravens. Give Pittsburgh give, give Pittsburgh the win. Honestly, having Pittsburgh in the playoffs is probably good for you.
1: you yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, if they can if they can hurt the if they can take Pat Mahomes out of your way, that would be mm-hmm. nice. Um, okay, well, Duck Hodges doesn't inspire much confidence, even though he's telling us that his confidence is unshaken, even having been benched and reinserted So the lineup, what a mess that is. Um, and Pittsburgh next year, I don't know what to make of that team because Big Bench certainly doesn't look like he's going to be back in fighting form next year, based on everything we've seen from him this this uh, this season and his re- rest and recovery from his elbow injury. Anyway, don't have anything on Arizona Rams. We don't have lines. We don't have totals. We don't know who's going to be on the field for either team, quarterback or, life? or. Oh man, yeah, Bortles. This is this a, is this a Bortles v. Who's the backup in Arizona? Oh,
0: we we had it. Was it Glennon? Not, not Glennon. Oh man, that's
1: It's a hard one. This is a real hard one. I'm looking at it. Do you want to guess? Do you want to?
0: Oh, we, we talked about it. Give me one clue. Like what conference you played.
1: Um he beat the seattle seahawks last week
0: <laughs> oh yeah how do, how did they forget about this game already? <laughs> god was he the one that whose his, his helmet didn't fit right yes
1: i think that is, in the, Green Bay. is the guy yes that is he, that did happen yeah or was that kaiser Those guys had very similar games, so I'm confused. Either way,
0: Humbley's helmet didn't fit right, I don't think. Yeah,
1: he did a very poor fill-in for Aaron Rodgers. He did a very nice fill-in for Kyler Murray. Um, I guess rather than commenting on this game, I'm going to give Arizona and Flip Kingsbury a solid B for their work this year. I think they – did they make their win total? No. Five? Did they get to five?
0: It was was five five and a half half. for most people. (laughs)
1: I think oh, there sorry, are people that, right. paid, that paid up right.
0: for, yeah, they paid, I think it was a juicy five and then it pretty much went to five and a half. So mm. you need this one if you want to get a push on some of those, I think. And you wins? might get
1: it. You might get it. No, um, absolutely. They're live for this win.
0: No, they have five wins right now. Five nine and one. Last
1: week. Five nine one. Oh, shit. One. Yeah. This is, yeah. this is this win is total game. week. This is win total week. For them. This means um, something to some people. And, mean, and meanwhile, the Rams uh, have indicated that they're going to, Kick the tires on the back end of their roster and uh, evaluate some of those players. I got I got bad news for you, Rams. They suck. Uh, the Rams depth is non-existent. They are the most top-heavy team in the league, and that problem is only going to get worse because you now have all of this capital allocated to Goff, Gurley, Donald, yeah, uh, and you, and Cooks, and now you have to pay Ramsey. Like, like this is going to be an experiment in uh, in how you identify and coach up depth around your stars because this is a stars and scrubs roster from this point forward. They, uh, they have a mess on their hands. I don't envy this, uh, you know, GM's responsibilities for balancing all this. Somebody's going to get cut in this mix. Uh, I don't know who it is and I don't know how you, um, go about, you know, facilitating payment to all of these solid players who need, need, uh, need to get compensated. So good luck Rams. Um, your super bowl hangover was, uh, as, anticipated are they going to come in under their team total they are right they are the ramps yeah eight. no that's locked in well i had an alt nine uh that i would really love to get home i don't want to take a push on that because it's a really nice number i think it's plus 240 under nine um uncle Kenish is in that also i remember talking to him about that when he was at circa and they were. they had the alt numbers up, and the Rams one was insanely juicy price for alt under nine. Um, so please get this win, Arizona. That would be super, super swell of you. Um, speaking of get this win, kind of like the Broncos this week. What's your read on them?
0: Um,
1: Next year's frisky uh, team?
0: Yeah, like we talked about this a little on Sunday too. They might kind of be frisky in a year or two. Like, you know... It's one of those things where you you got to throw away some of the preconceived notions and maybe we have to throw away the Elway quarterback evaluation jokes. Which well, they're funny. Yeah. I mean, is does one out does one bad. out
1: of eight make you a good evaluator of quarterbacks?
0: No, but it ruins the joke, and that's. I mean, it's, <laughs> it just kind of takes the it takes the fun out of it because it, if if Locke would have been just freaking awful, it would have just oh, added super so, fun. Yeah. It would have added so much more to that joke, and mm. he's not. He looks he looks fair fair to decent. It's early on in his development. It's early on in his career, but
1: if Chalk prevails here, both teams will finish seven and nine. Mm-hmm. What a roller coaster to get there, though, <laughs> right? Yeah. Is, is that team right? Yeah, both will be seven and nine. Um, hmm. That's Oakland, another one uh, too.
0: Where yeah. Yeah, I mean, Oakland. Granted, they need a ton of help, but Oakland not dead for the playoffs. Like they're not going to rest anyone. So nobody. Their roster sucks. They're right beat now up. Their injuries. Yeah, their yeah. injuries really suck right now.
1: Denver's me. Denver's pass rush is going to be nasty for them to um, to work out without uh, Trent Brown out there.
0: Yeah, it's going to be tough for Oakland to score with their game plan. Without Brown, without the running back, with the just conservative nature of David Derek David Derek Carr, which mm-hmm. one it is, D Carr, D Carr, it's going to be tricky for them to move the ball. Denver D Lock
1: over D Carr, I like yeah, it. The
0: pass rush, the swarming defense, it's going to be it's going to be scary for Oakland to try to move on this defense.
1: This you think uh, you think this be. gets down? You think this gets down to three? I
0: mean, there's a like three a flat line. three. There's a three minus 15 at dimes right now.
1: I, I'd rather have a flat three. You think, think I'll see it?
0: I don't think so. I mean, I, I guess, see, and you would think, oh, like the the narrative, like Oakland's not under the playoffs. Maybe it'll maybe it'll garner some uh, some public money. But, I mean, I think people enough people know that they're not under the playoffs, but they need a shitload of help. You can't just yeah. get Oakland.
1: Mm. I like to, I like to, I like Denver. I haven't decided fully if I'm gonna pull the trigger on them at three and a half, it's tough. At three I like it a lot. Uh so, so I'm fun. gonna wait and see how that number matures. Oh, for sure. Well I mean at three and a half I can get a plus one of seven right now. That's yeah. fine by me. Um yeah, okay. Denver's at altitude. They can kick up there, they can get some, you know, they'll 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 score some points. And I don't know if I can say the same for De- for Oakland. Um how about the nightcap? What do you make of this one?
0: Oh, another sitting on, in.
1: sitting on a beauty. We're sitting on a beautiful ticket, though. We are. We acted. We acted um, Hastily. rationally. Hastily. No, I thought it was rational.
0: No, oh, it was a good haste. Um, yeah, yeah, because haste makes waste, but also he who hesitates is lost. Yep. Sure. Two and a half minus one hundred five for me, minus one hundred six for you. I think.
1: Yep. Not great, right.
0: but right <laughs> now, right now it is a juicy as <laughs> shit. Three or three and a half at some books. Yep. But more public-facing books are at three and a half. So good number there. I don't know if I can recommend grabbing a juicy three and a half. Mm. Yeah, it sucks. Like, if you didn't listen to the Sunday pod, if you didn't see this number was a little low right away and grab it, I don't know how excited I would be about grabbing three and a half. But with Seattle's injuries. I'm pretty psyched about taking the Niners in this spot. They're, mm-hmm. they're a better team. Numbers make this like four for me.
1: Have you heard much about the injury front on the Seattle defense? Do you know if we're going to see Griffin Diggs clowning?
0: I don't know on that. This is where, it, you know, especially at this point, like we took it on Sunday, really speculating, and still to this point I haven't seen a ton on any of those guys.
1: I love the matchup for Kittle if those guys are out, especially. But I like the matchup anyway. I love the matchup for the San Francisco D-line against uh, a Dwayne Brownless O-line. Uh, Dwayne Brown really solidified that, that solidified that O-line for, uh, for Seattle over the last handful of games. And, uh, this is going to be a problem. They're going to be attested without him. Uh, Russell Wilson has not looked as effective uh, as a passer down the stretch here as he was early in the season. Uh, I know that he's got Lockett back at full strength and that may be a difference, but, uh, he's still going to be running for his life out there. At one point when they had no Carson and no ProSize and, uh, you know, I was holding a San Francisco ticket. I was a little nervous. I was a little like, maybe I'll come back on three and a half because I thought this might force Seattle to run a plus EV offense as opposed to this established the run nonsense. Um But then they go out and sign Marshawn Lynch, who I can't imagine he's in game shape. Maybe he is. Maybe this elevates mm-hmm. the team. Maybe this elevates the crowd. I don't really past know. past
0: the physical. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I I I, I no don't idea have a
0: feel with that, but I, I agree with that. What you just said there, like it did almost make you, it's funny how like a team losing key players could almost make them better just because it forces their coaching staff to make better decisions. Yeah. But, right. Like, yeah, I'm almost excited that they signed Marshawn and that they're going to run him like good luck, buddy. I yeah. mean, he was one of the best, but he's what? 34. Yeah, his first right. game back. He's gonna be running into the teeth of that defense. How yeah, fun. it's not a good
1: matchup. Grab
0: yeah. some skittles, sit down. you are gonna be sore by halftime.
1: Uh, can you imagine him in the pass blocking? Like, can you can you imagine giving Marshawn Lynch pass blocking uh, uh, responsibilities in this game against that defensive line and their pass rush and how many different multiple looks they can give you? Like, this is gonna be really really tough on them. Uh, I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't think that uh, Seattle's that Seattle's offense is gonna look like they're stuck in mud. I think, and I think San Francisco is going to be able to lean on Kittle, lean on their run game, and uh, put points on the board.
0: Kittle Kittle life. Kittle over. If you have one like of those it. weird, start Kittle in your fantasy league this week.
1: Yeah, this has all the whiffs of, uh, like, uh, the Rams, Niners, Rams-Seahawks Rams game from a couple weeks ago in primetime, in my opinion.
0: I'm jacked for this. And, yeah, the blessed. Plus that they even had one game that with two teams that means something, so they could flex it out to the Sunday night and have a good game to close this. Yeah.
1: I don't know what else you would have done.
0: There will be some bad. Yeah, let's let's take this off the board. Let's say this game doesn't exist. What is your what's your lean for the Philly United?
1: Giants? Wolf, dude. That's the only one that's winning. You're in.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe just because it's in New York. Like <laughs> gets your New York audience. I was going to say, oh man, <laughs> oh yeah, that's that might be the fucking answer. That's terrible. I mean, Pittsburgh, Baltimore with RG three. What are you? Oof. Yeah, man, you're flexing the New York Giants onto. That's what we needed in our life. More <laughs> NFC East on prime time.
1: They Jesus should Christ. they should put on a show though. That should be a good competitive game. I mean, yeah. if it, if it, like this Giants team total over. By the way, is a shot at. Middle on the Philly wins the East. I think both
0: can cash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to see some weird shit, watch the two NFC East games on dual yeah. screen. That's yeah. gonna be so gross. Yeah. Uh, you know. What, you know. What? Not. Not the worst. Uh, maybe a Washington Giants parlay. Ooh, interesting. That'd be a juicy fat number on Washington. Their money line's got to be like five to one
1: nobody nobody wants to win the nfc east we've established this (laughs) so it's not crazy (laughs) no all right well i'll let you go uh enjoy the rest of uh the holiday season hopefully uh we
0: have
1: identified some winners hopefully your bowl pool is going well i'm exactly at 500 thanks to some tough beats yes
0: jesus christ yeah
1: yeah that sucked um and uh but at the same time good for hawaii great state great state of hawaii love it home Hawaii. good job rainbow warriors way to share those moments um all right best of luck in week 17 uh we'll hit you up with some uh some prime time half time scope content in what should be uh, one of the funner games of the week talk
0: to you then happy new year